Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Back to the Root podcast, where we discuss urban culture. We challenge our generation with thought-provoking topics. And we stay rooted in truth to to grow grow our our expression. expression. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the Back to the Root podcast. It's your boy, Brian G. And Ben Vasquez. What's up? Boom. Brian, B-R-Y-A-N-G. No, I. Don't put I on my name because it's a Y. Why? Because my parents said so. That's why. But anyway, know your alphabet so, game, back. son. Know your alphabet <laughs> game. A Go back to Z. kindergarten, son. Mm. Oh, you didn't know there was another one? Uh, there's not another one. But anyway, so welcome back, everybody. We're so glad that you can join us today. If it's your first time, welcome. If it's your second time, welcome. And if it's your, if it's your 50th time, that's a lot. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> but we love you guys. Uh, we hope you guys are really receiving a lot for what we're saying. We love doing these podcasts. So we hope you love hearing them. Um, but yeah, guys, so for this new episode today, let's just hop right into it. You know, so as you as you've been hearing, we've been talking about uh, CHH for the past couple of episodes. So now we're kind of going to bring all the episodes together for our last on the series. And the question from here is, where can CHH go from here? I feel like people need to understand a bit of the history and know what it's come from because I I totally believe this. I, I just believe that it's it's evolving and it's changing quite quickly. And <clears throat> what I've seen is just I, I would say CHH is not just a genre of music and not even just a new culture within Christianity. It's literally a movement. It's a movement of God that's being documented, and it sparked with a certain generation of people that said, hey, we're just going to go for this because no one else is doing it, and then bow. Now you got all this magic. Now you got all this new breed, new generation of cats doing Christian hip-hop, right? Saying, I'm going to rap. I'm going to not curse in my lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk about my testimony. I'm going to talk about my faith. It's pretty cool. Um, and so for me, I think what comes next is understanding people's calling in it. Because I think, so I'll just say this. I went to a concert one time, right? And there was this Christian rapper dude, killed it, you know, was on stage, did his thing. And, um, you know, he... He was rapping, and someone in the audience like raised their hand like after his set, and he challenged them. And I'm not, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not sure it was done the best way or even out of love. But there was basically an older fella in the crowd who raised his hand and then challenged, kind of like called out and challenged the dude on stage, right? And he says, he said, "Hey, I know you rap, but what's your ministry?" And it was like, a, you know what I mean? It was kind of a little awkward because, like, we just had a Mad Lit concert. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then out of nowhere, it's just and, like, hey, yeah. what And are he's you doing? like, yeah, but so I love you, but what's your, what's your ministry? And he said, this is my ministry. And he said, nah, but, like, he said, that's, that's your rapping. He's like, but what did, what did God called you to do? And honestly, it's funny. I don't remember the whole dialogue that took place because really the only thing that highlighted and kind of stuck out to me was that guy's challenge. And it, it made me think that, again, I'm not sure it was right or even how it was handled, but it, it made me think that 
the church, let's say that that guy represents the church, um, saw what he was doing was still secular, but not seeing what he was doing for ministry, right? He's like, this is what you do, right? You could work at FedEx, but what's your calling, right? You can do this. So it was almost like, this is what you do. And um, if that makes sense. And I felt like the, you know, the Lord has shown. So, Go ahead. Yeah, you got a question? No, yeah. So I was going to ask you, so do you think it's more of a mentality thing or a cultural thing? So why do you think that, especially for the older generation, I mean, we've seen it. Why do you think it's so hard for the older generation to see something rap as a ministry? I think it's, it's, it's mentality. It's cultural things, right? It's like this is beyond just Christian hip hop. This is every new thing that young people create, right? It's um, older generation usually has a hard time understanding it because it's just not what they're used to, right? And so it's like you say, hey, this is what God's on now. And they're like, really? We don't know if we feel that God's on that, you know? And it's like, well, mm, he, he is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, look <laughs> at the like, fruit. Yeah. And I think that's that whole challenge of the honoring between the older and young generation where we have to come together and be like, yeah, I got to get behind that. Because here's the secret. When the older generation or even just the uneducated generation and even just people not part of the culture generation get on board and they actually support the youth and the young of what God's calling them to do, it actually helps it grow faster, right? That's it. And that's yes. actually the right answer there. right there. You saying, you're asking how do they grow, what do they do next? They have to have support, not just from the church, but from fathers, from mothers, from spiritual mothers so and fathers. They have to have people that are going to get absolutely behind them. Um, yes, yes, that's good. Because that's, Paul, Paul did this multiple times, right? Our homie mm, Paul was a great on, example of this. Where, I mean, let's be real. Let's take. Let's just take that one um, time that he wrote to uh, Timothy, and break that down for a second. Timothy was this young little whippersnapper that was surrounded by a bunch of older men, right? And Paul said, "I put you in charge." And he even tells him to like affirms. He's like, "Don't worry." what the old farts say about you, man. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Like, this is what you're going to do. I'm calling you to Ooh, lead that's them. powerful. Right? That's and again, good. I'm saying this wow. to be funny, but obviously we respect and we have reverence and we honor the older generation. But the reality was Paul said, you're the dude that's got to carry the torch and run the right. show. And I'm sure there was a lot of people around there that wasn't cool with that. Right? And so I'm just saying like, man... I've been around the world and I've seen hip hop culture and even Christian hip hop culture in different, you know, countries and 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 they all face the same problem. It doesn't matter where I go, all the way from India to Australia to America. You know, they all face the same problem. They're like they, they, everyone that's doing CHH starts their testimony like this: I was on the streets. I did this. I did that. I got radically saved, and then I started doing this. And the first opposition they had always was the elders in my church, the pastor, my church, my my you know my best friend's um, mom or dad said, "Hey, you can't do that stuff. It's of the world," and tried to completely put out the fire. 
that was on that person. Wow. And thank God mm. that they didn't. They pursued that. In the midst of their judgment and even persecution, they decided to keep going. And now those same people I'm talking about have movements all over the world, have record Come labels. On, Jesus. Yes. You know what Come I'm saying? On, Jesus. Have ministries. Okay? And so I just want us to understand, like, to me, the greatest thing that Christian hip hop needs right now is more fathers and mothers that will totally lay themselves down for the next, you know, for the next generation and say, hey, I might not even understand what you're saying in your lyrics, man, but I see God on that and I want to partner with you. Yes, that's so good. Wow. It's so true. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, I mean, you've seen it. You've seen it where what happens to people, children who are fatherless, people who are fatherless and whether it be leaderless, no mentor, no anything like that. They're doing, they're doing everything on their own, which is cool, but when they have someone supporting them, when they have someone encouraging them, when they have someone backing them up, you see a whole different mentality. You see a whole different change in this. And that's why, like you said, a lot of times, a lot of people in CHH are leaving. They're leaving it because why? Because they have everyone against them, and then when they um, go to reach out for help, at that point, it's kind of like a thing where it's they get nothing back, and then they end up just leaving, and even sometimes they leave the faith. That is why it's so important for the church, um, and this is speaking to myself and everyone like that, it's time for the church uh, to stand up, to encourage one another, to push each other up, because at the end of the day, we all have the same goal, and that's to worship Jesus and to see souls saved for the gospel. So that's why God says, come to me in unity, so that I can use you to the fullest. And so, like, I, I, brought, I thought that was so good how you brought up Paul, uh, Paul and Timothy. And Paul was such a fatherly figure to a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And Paul, the main dude who, again, he persecuted all the Christians. He killed every single one of them. Probably if, if you and me were in that day, we might have died too. And so it's just a thing where it's just like God took him and molded him and used him as a father figure. And CHH as a whole, you got, we have to realize, too, it's just that and nowadays, um, a lot of people see CHH as just rapping. Anywhere you go, CHH, you go on um, promotions, you go on radio stations or anything like that. Whenever they talk about CHH, they always talk about rapping. We talked about all the other elements in our latest episode, so if you haven't seen it, go back. Anyway, so um, we talked about all the other elements. So why in this case is in CHH, if there's all, the, all these other elements, why is it just rap? And so that's something that I've talked to so many different people, I've talked to Ben about this, and just really meditating on the Lord. I was like, God, I feel like we're still so divided that we're not even understanding. We don't, have, we don't need separate lanes for something that we're all coming together and doing. Because hip-hop, if hip-hop's united, why can't Christian hip-hop be? You know what I'm saying? And so that's why it's just like there's still that mentality of people in CHH. We have to break this mentality that we all are separate. Oh, I'm a b-boy. I'm a graffiti artist. I'm a DJ. I'm an MC. We, we all do our own thing. Yeah, yeah, we see each other. We dap each other up, but then we go ahead and leave. Like, no, we, we can't be like that. You know what I'm saying? We have to be in unity. That Ben's a b-boy, and now he's a producer. Now he's a DJ. Like, literally, he does everything. <laughs> like, he's, he's done all the elements. You know, I'm a rapper, and I could DJ some. I tried to break dance, but then Ben made fun of me, so I stopped. And so... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, but there has to be unity, you know, different elements coming together. And so if we limit what God can do through CHH, then we are not believing in his limitless power. 
Guys, it's so important and so crucial. We have to, if we believe in the God, the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, we have to believe every single word that he speaks. Because the moment that we do not put into practice a word that he speaks, that's the moment we have limited him, put him away in a box, and we are not letting him move. And God wants to move through us. And if we do not allow him to move through our lives, he's just going to go through someone else. I don't know about you guys. I don't want to miss that blessing in my life. And I know Ben doesn't want to miss it. I know there's a lot of people out there that are saying, well, I don't want to miss it. I want to be in this. But let me ask you this. Are you allowing God to move through your life? Are you allowing him to come and to use his power through you? That's a personal, personal question you have to ask yourself and pray about. Are you all in? Are you one foot in, one foot out? Are you 90% or even 99% in? The word of God says we are all in for the gospel. We have to be all in. It's not one foot in, one foot out. It is all in. In the same way in CHH. If you're all in for the music, great. That's awesome. But remember, it is just a tool. Ministry is just a tool for the greatest commission that was ever spoken, which is go into the nation and preach the gospel. Because if you love music over God, then you have to check your heart. That's one thing that I encourage each and every single one of you. If you find yourself in CHH worrying more about how you sound, how you look, how your uh, sales are doing, how your songs are doing, but you don't worry about that there's people out there dying every single day not knowing who Jesus is, and I pray and I encourage you to have a, heart, have a check of heart. Check your heart every single day because it's not about us, it's all about him, and this life is temporary. Remember, if you make it here, you got to make sure that you're also going to make it for up there. That's all I'm saying. I want to encourage every single person in that, with that. Revelation 22:13 13 says, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So if Christ is everything, he is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, why are we not treating him like so? Where is God's reverence through CHH? Where is it? So this is why, guys, again, how much more of a Holy Spirit movement would, would everything be if all the elements came together to worship Jesus? How powerful would that be? Think about that. Every single element just coming together, and we had a huge revival movement in that time. Got graffiti artists, b-boys, MCs, DJs, and we all come together and just woof. Just let the Holy Spirit drop. How powerful would that movement be and how much would we see God move more? I know specifically for Ben, when Ben was in Asia, Ben saw that. You know what I'm saying? Like he talked about it of the, of the church that he was a part of in Asia and just how he had different graffiti artists, b-boys, rappers, everything like that. And I remember the stories he used to tell me, man, just like how Jesus came and the Holy Spirit fell in touching hearts. Guys, that is what revival is all about. It's not about all the things we can do for ourselves, it's all the things we can do for Jesus. It's it's so beautiful, right, that like one of the dudes that was tagging all the time, he just started writing Jesus on everything. And it's just funny to see like God infiltrate him like that. Like even he just, before, you know, he just wrote his own name. That's what you do. You're a graffiti artist. You tag your name. You let people know right. who you are. But then he just was writing Jesus. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And when you when you realize that it's not about you, your life completely changes. Am I right? You know what I'm saying? It's complete, complete change when the Holy Spirit takes over. And so, guys, each all this stuff that we're saying about CHH, it's mainly just an encouragement. We want you guys to be encouraged, be challenged of what more we can do for this movement. Because it is a movement. CHH is a movement. But it's not an us movement. It's a Jesus movement. So... 
love, peace, and unity under Christ. God can use every single one of you, every single one of you, no matter where you come from, even if you feel alone in this place. I don't know. I'm just feeling that there might be people listening who just feel in a lonely place. They feel like they're not going anywhere. They feel like they're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. And just know that God is going to meet you where you're at, but you have to allow him to come in to change you, to break that rock that is hindering you. So the moment that you allow that is the moment that your life will be changed forever. In that moment, when you allow Christ in, that is the moment that your life is going to change forever. And so that's just, that's my encouragement for everyone. And just really, so in, in closing, just going off of, I want, to, I want to read a Bible verse. It's Psalm 133 verse 1. It says, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. So let us live like Christ. Pray for revival. Bring the message through our talents that the Lord has given to us. Because that's what it's all about. That's good, man. Still processing what you're saying because I feel like that might even need to be another episode. But just when you're saying we need to unify together more and partner, I think people need to understand what that looks like. And the invite needs to be made too, right? Because it's like, okay, a breakdancer, breakdancers, a rapper raps. Um, naturally, the reason why rap, I believe, has gotten a lot more popular is because it carries voice and a message that people can relate to, right? Dance doesn't necessarily carry language. It, it can. Like, dance itself is a language, right? But it doesn't carry a message unless you convey that, right? You can dance to instrumental music, and people have to visualize it, but they can't hear it, right? And so it's, it's limited in that way. But when you obviously dance to Christian hip-hop or, like, to, uh, you know, music with words, then now you're... You know, there's a partnership there. And it, practically, I'll just say this, like m missionary trips and stuff where you can kind of assemble a whole Avengers teams together and have a break dancer that could, um, <clears throat> you know, draw a crowd and start doing backflips. And then you got another dude on the mic right behind that that then shares his testimony and raps and shares the gospel, right? And then you could have, I'm just imagining this now, then you could have like someone who's, like, you know, they lead people to the Lord and you got little graffiti artists just writing people's names, like tagging little names on a piece of paper and giving them out to them, saying, hey, the Lord loves you. Your name's now written in the book of life. Like, take this. Like, so dope, right? Isn't that cool? You know, and like, mm, you know, and the DJ. That's good. You know, I like that. I really like that a lot. Time, cutting it and, you know, maybe even giving out music to people. And so there's so, there's so much to offer. Um but yeah, I can understand going back to that very first story that I told you how uh, when we get on stage, like it doesn't matter whether you're the b-boy or the rapper, when you're on that stage, it's easy to uh, miscommunicate what you're receiving. You know, you, you, you can miscommunicate you receiving God's glory instead of him for what you're doing. And so that's actually what I want to pray into quick because I know we got to end our episode and I just... I just, Lord, want to lift up everyone who has experience in the creative arts, um, especially hip-hop. If you're a performer, if you're an influencer, I know we prayed about this last time, but it's time to just highlight it once more and say, you let the Lord give you humility. Let the Lord equip you for everything you need to do every good work. Let the Lord empower you let the lord um 
use you in mighty ways, but remember always that what you receive is to be given to the kingdom. It's as if somebody entrusted money to you, and when that money passes and touches your hands, your responsibility is literally to just put it in the bank. It's not even yours to spend. So glory is kind of like that. You know, glory is something that um, is God's only. And so that's why we can get messed up so much as people if we start to receive too much glory, right? We become idols to people. And I'll say this. I think you are going to be people's idols. <clears throat> but you have to remember as the person that, you know, your influence matters. And so be focused on the influence God entrusts to you, not the idol, not the idolism people give you. And let the Lord use you mightily. Um, stay humble. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with making money in your craft. It's your career. It's, your, it's what you do. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, there's nothing wrong with asking people to support you financially to be a behind your craft. There's nothing wrong with starting businesses that are completely secular to support your craft. But I tell you this, if you stay close in Jesus, if you just abide in him and you have the right leaders, the right accountability, the right fathers and mothers around you, you will never fail. You will totally be able to make sure that that glory yes. mm. is never received to yourself because you have the right people around you to keep you the same way Paul had to always stay in contact with Timothy to keep him. And so we pray for Paul's, for the people Amen. listening. Mighty men and women of God that will get behind and support the movement that you've entrusted into this next generation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, so good. All right, guys. Well, as always, stay rooted. And keep growing. Peace. Boom.